Hi, and welcome to our third episode of Shea and Lou Sessions. This week, we have a very exciting guest joining us, David, and we'll be talking all things inspiration and dance. So I think the first question, David, is, you know, how did you get into dance in the first place? Okay, so the way I got into dancing, it's actually something I have done all my life. Um, it was one of the things, it was actually as a toddler. Uh, my my mum took me to a toddler ballet class in the town that I grew up in. I grew up in a little beautiful town on a hilltop in Dorset. Um, and it was just one of the activities that, that my mum took me to. And I, I believe I enjoyed it. I'm told I enjoyed it. And she asked me when I was starting school, would I like to carry on dancing? And my response was yes, absolutely. So I, I kept on kept on dancing, kept on doing classical ballet from that young age, and then broadened, went to a different dance school, broadened what I was doing, did a lot more performance. Um, and it was probably that school with a lovely lady called Annette Paris that taught me um, my, my love of dance. I really found the enjoyment of performing then. I then moved on to another school later, which was a lot more technical. And I had a teacher, funnily enough, called Paris Helen, um, who very much pushed me towards classical ballet she she noticed that my body was right for it I, I had a bit of an affinity for it so she she took me more in the um formalized classical ballet training route I still did other styles I, I was tapping I did jazz um but I, I, there was a big focus on ballet through through that period of my life through my teens and then moved on to college, studied contemporary dance and ballet there, as well as training at two separate places while I was doing that. Um, and then for degree level, I, I went on to train at a place called the Laban Centre, which is now Trinity Laban, because it's twinned with Trinity College of Music. Um, and I got a very, very good both classical ballet and contemporary dance training there. So there's sort of certain classic techniques with contemporary dance that you learn. And this gave me a very good foundation in this, as well as some of the more modern styles and uh, grounding and improvisation, choreography. I was also really lucky while I was there to be taken under the wing of a teacher and choreographer called Julia Gleick, who set up some training and performance opportunities in America for me. So I was going out there each summer while I was uh, in university to train with companies and I was I was lucky enough to get my first job while I was there so yeah that's that's where I've sort of come through with my dancing wow that's that's crazy I love that so with your kind of dancing I mean you've kind of answered this question but your dance style is it kind of ballet contemporary where would you say at the moment that your style lies so in in terms of my it's almost what I feel is my more favoured style, I think, because yeah. I think as a as a performer, as a choreographer, depending on sort of which hat, as a teacher, which hat you've got on that day, um, you will always have styles that you bear more of an affinity to. If you've been trained like I have, you have quite a broad background that you can draw from. Um, but for me, I have always had, had and continue to have a love of classical ballet. It is one of my favorite classes to take. It is one of the ways that I feel suits my body the best. One of the things I teach the most is contemporary dance. Um, okay. Generally techniques like Cunningham, Graham, 
Um, they are they're some of your more classic contemporary dance techniques. And I enjoy teaching that. I love giving dancers a grounding in that. I will teach that quite often for company class. And then in terms of the company I dance with currently, we are a contemporary ballet company. Um, so it's, it, I, it's, I'm actually going into my 10th year with this company. Um, I work as assistant director to them um, and also as associate principal to the school, our educational department. Uh, but it's, it was a very nice find at that stage of my career. It, sort of turned out to be a match made in heaven because it's a blending of both of those styles which I feel the most connected to and I enjoy doing the most and yeah just it really blends nicely what I feel my strengths are. Nice that's really cool um yeah I think I mean you know I'm not a dancer but I think you know from what I've seen like contemporary ballet and it's just so beautiful and I think it's incredible that you know you can do that so what, what are you doing currently apart you know teaching obviously loads of things but like at the precise moment what what are you doing are you training for anything yeah so um the the company i dance with is chantry dance company and like i said we're a we're i i would call us a theatrical contemporary ballet company we make sort of big fantastic story works uh really really immersive really good for anybody that wants to watch an enjoyable show and lose themselves in in a narrative um and currently we are just in our final couple of days of rehearsal for an open air dance project um this was something that sort of found its beginnings during lockdown because yeah. we saw what was happening with theater and we weren't mm. particularly sure when we would be able to get back into theaters so my my directors two wonderful people called ray piper and paul chantry who are the co-artistic directors of the company started brainstorming about which direction we could go in and so now we have a work called the imprisoned moon which is we're based in Lincolnshire and it's a Lincolnshire folk tale uh, about the moon I'll say it really briefly but it's about the moon coming down from the sky to explore the lands and being imprisoned by nightmarish creatures and being freed by a traveler um, it, it's it's quite quite fairy tale-esque quite folk tale-esque um, but the, yeah this work's being performed for the first time this coming weekend and it's it's quite exciting. It's it's big, exciting costumes. There's water involved. There's some aerial hoop work. So yeah, a lot a lot happening with that. Alongside that's that's my performance side of things. Um, amazing. And good luck for the weekend. Thank you. A alongside that, I also um, I, I teach at various places, both here in Lincolnshire um, and in London. I'm I teach at English National Ballet School in London. And I teach choreography there, so how to make dances, how to develop movement. And we've just finished a big collaboration with the Wallace Collection, the Royal College, College of Music and uh, London College of Fashion, University of the Arts. And that all came together a couple of weekends ago. And it was 10 selected works of my choreography students which were then performed and videoed in the gallery setting. They were inspired by certain pieces of artwork there that were curated for us. And then the fashion students came in and very quickly developed costume and makeup looks. So it's been quite a quite an exciting collaborative 
busy period. I think that's really special that you guys all collaborated because obviously all of those kind of industries and especially it all just overlaps. I think that's that's really special, really nice. I mm. think. It was and it was what, wonderful. Yeah. yeah. And what would you say inspires you? I know that's quite a kind of broad question, but yeah, what would you say as a dancer, as a human, what what inspires you? Hmm, tricky. Yeah, very, very broad. I think. Question. <laughs> I think there's quite a lot of things I I find inspiring, and it depends on on where I'm looking at it from. I think for me, as a dancer, it's it's quite um quite multi-layered i think i think for me as a dancer and a performer it's it's the people i am working with quite often um that i take a lot of inspiration from i i think in terms of the company i dance with now we very much drive one another forwards we support one another we inspire each other and you just sort of grow as an artist or for me, I grow as an artist based on the people around with and and sort of vibing off of their energies. If I'm making works, so um, I I spent many years as a choreographer myself. So I, I had a company which I founded when I first got back from the States and I made works for things like the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, toured some works around the country. I collaborated with a brand to sort of do product launches and teaser campaigns. There was even a music video involved at that stage. Um, I've choreographed works for theatres in both this country and the States. It's quite a broad, broad background for my choreography. And I would say in terms of me as a choreographer, I take inspiration from anywhere. It, quite often it can be personal experience. I, I feel like quite often at certain times of my life, depending on what has been happening and what I've been processing and experiencing and going through, I will bring that into my work. And at times it's almost a way of, of finding conclusion with these things. It, it, yeah. It's a way of, of taking that experience and processing it, um, but also it, it always in a way that is enjoyable for an audience that's making, making either a story or a statement. Quite often it can be what's happening in the world. It can be certain pieces of music. Quite often I will get initial inspiration from just hearing a piece of I music and go, that. yeah something will work to this um but but color image smell anything anything I, I think it's the way that you keep on developing as a choreographer is to just sort of test your stim your creative stimulus and see what you can produce work from well lastly quite a major question so just from my understanding you are a shade blue wearer and i was just going to say kind of which is your go-to fragrance like your main favorite one Okay. Oh, oh, tricky. Hard, yeah, I am. Hard question. I, I am definitely a Shea and Blue fan. I have been for for many many years. Um, I would say the one I wear the most, and probably the one that has the most sort of big things within life connected to it, scent memory wise, um, is Blood Oranges. Yeah. I. I I love the brightness. I love that base of of leather and charred wood, and it just it just uplifts. It uplifts and it grounds all at the same time. So I sort of find whatever I need within that day, it can give me a little bit of that. It'll either lift my spirits or it'll just leave me nice and centered and calm. Yeah, really special. 
But thank you so much for speaking to us today, David. Um, it was so lovely to chat to you. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And yeah, speak to you again soon, maybe. Definitely. <laughs>